we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for October 4th, 2021. I uh, have a ton of information, mind-blowing information to cover today. And I'll just go ahead and start us out in the uh, with our warfare prayers that we rotate, strategic warfare prayer. Father God in heaven, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we come against and oppose all satanic operations, manipulations, subversions, tactics, and plans which are designed to hinder, prevent, or frustrate God's original plans and purposes from their swift manifestation taking place in the correct time and season. We come against all satanic alliances and confederations worldwide. Let every evil effort and endeavor fail. Cause the news media to be caught in their lying and manipulation so that only truth is brought forth. We ask that every satanic strategy of prohibition and limitation placed upon the body of Christ by the dark side shall not prevail. We pray that all invisible and visible walls of opposition, restriction, and delay will be exposed and destroyed. O oh God, confound the devices of the in the, the devices and the wicked plans of the enemy that they have crafted, so that their hands are not able to perform their evil enterprise. Save those that can be saved, O Lord, but those that cannot be saved. Overtake them in their own crafty and devious ways. Let them fall into their own pits that they have dug for the righteous. Let the fire of God devour them. Let them turn on and consume one another and have them in total confusion and derision. We loose the hosts of heaven to war against the hosts of darkness to bring an end to all deceptive and secretive and destructive measures designed to destroy all of God's creations and defile the world. According to 1 John 3, 8, for this reason was the Son of God made manifest, that he would destroy the works of the enemy. Father God, overrule all strategies, tactics, curses of the enemy by the power in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and his shed blood, and overthrow all spoken words, enchantments, divination, spells, hexes, vexes, curses, witchcraft prayers, and every idle word spoken contrary to God's original plans and purposes according to Isaiah 54, 17. Break the curses associated with all these ceremonies, rituals, utterances, and their plans to bring about a chaotic, bloody revolution uh, in worldwide and to usher in the martial law and the new world order. <clears throat> Father God, we pray their plans shall be uncovered and shall not prevail and frustrated and be unable to achieve any impact and that their wickedness and verb verbal violent dealings would return upon their own heads according to Psalm 7 verse 16. Father God, we humbly ask you to reveal every hidden agenda, plan, and cover-up in the secret shadow government regarding their attempts to manipulate end-time events which would lead to the destruction of your Christians and the innocent. Please send divine, powerful, angelic forces against their diabolical plans to frustrate and expose them so that they will be dismantled. Dispatch legions of warring angels and any other kinds of angels that are necessary to enforce your perfect will on the United States and on all the earth. Release your divine strategies and revelations upon any righteous person and government worldwide. Fill them with your Holy Spirit and cause your divine wisdom and courage to come upon them. Cause them to be like a holy trumpet, shedding light upon the dark hidden secrets of the wicked. Send a spirit of confusion amongst the camp of the enemy. Let their tongues be divided, and when they communicate, let it be incoherent and misunderstood. Arrest those that operate in the spirit of Jezebel or Belial and all other wicked spirits and cause them to be caught in their own lies and conspiracies. Let them not be able to resist the spirit of truth or gain any ground in the natural or spiritual realm. Cause every evil spirit that is released from their diabolical assignments to be cast into the abyss until which time they are then cast into the lake of fire and that none would be able to come to take their place. Please cause these prayers and all future prayers to take on the characteristics of divine projectiles in the realm of the spirit so that they will accomplish your divine will. We seal this prayer by the blood of the Lamb, the Lord Jesus Christ, and ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, so I'm going to do a, a, a little Bible study here on... Um, <clears throat> I had a listener comment the other day saying, quote, Would you please encourage your listeners to get their Bibles out and start reading them? 
And um, while I think I've probably interjected more scripture into my teachings than quite possibly anybody in alternative media, I mean, I may be wrong, I don't know, but I think over the years I've, I've tried to encourage my listeners to do that thing, and I try to interject a lot of scripture, and I try to, um, I, I, at least I, I, I think I'm trying to do that on a level where um, ultimately we're looking to the Lord Jesus Christ for... Um, uh, you know, every remedy that we're seeking, everything, um, as a born-again Christian, we need to try to um, attain through him. And um, if I haven't done that enough, I'm sorry. And um, it was funny because I was going to actually do a study on that this weekend. So, um, or in today's study. So, uh, John 15 verse 1, Jesus Christ talking. He says, I am the true vine, and the Father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, now these would be born-again Christians, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. So like if you have a plant, and um, you know, if you have like a plant, and you're growing it, let's say inside, where you can actually monitor the plant. If the plant has branches that are not bearing fruit and it's just dead leaves, you you will a lot of times you'll prune that because it's just dead weight on the plant and it's holding the plant back that it cannot bear more fruit. So as a Christian, one of the things that we should expect after you're after you're saved, um, and if you don't know what that means as far as born again through the Lord Jesus Christ. Go to contendingfortruth.com. There is a true salvation tab there near the top uh, right-hand part. Click on that, and I have a whole series of studies, that teachings that I take you through that whole thing. Um, but that's what we should expect as Christians. Now, part of that is the chastening process. And the Bible says if you be without chastisement, then you're bastards. Um, but we should expect, and a bastard is an illegitimate son. So if you're, let's say, let's say a lukewarm Christian, they're going through life. And they call themselves a Christian. They said a little prayer at one point in their life, and they think they're all fine and dandy squared with God. And they're not living like a Christian. There's no real conviction about maybe the gobs and gobs of sin that they're in. Now, somebody like that, if, if they're just going through life and there's no chastening of God, well, that's a very strong indicator they're not saved. I don't, I'm not here to judge other people's salvation. I'm just saying there's things you look for. If they can go through life and not really experience a whole lot of conviction about things if there's no love for truth too i think that's another thing you have to look for i really believe a true born-again christian will have a love for truth why would i say that well second thessalonians chapter 2 says and this is the end times this is right as the antichrist is being revealed this is as the falling away of the church the apostasy is occurring in the church it says that for this cause god shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie that they might all be damned who receive not the love of the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Now, I hate to say this, but that's more the norm now. That is more the norm for somebody that calls himself a Christian to have no love for the truth at all. For instance, 501c3 church going right along with the COVID Great Reset agenda. And you got the, you, you got the parishioners, most of them, not all, but most of them just going right along with whatever the pastor says, going right along with the taking their kill shots, not doing anything to, to go against this wicked, evil, sick, twisted, 
thing that's going to literally bring us into the new world order the great reset will bring us into the new world order and it hinges upon the COVID 19 kill shot and then all the things that led up to that the forced mask wearing the the the, the never-ending pcr tests that are totally inaccurate the social distancing the lockdowns all the things about that are totally satanic and the church should be at the absolute spear tip of fighting that evil we just we just in the prayer we just said for this cause that's why Jesus came in there to destroy the works of the devil. Well, how do you destroy the works of the devil when you're going along with it? How's that possible when you're just going with the flow? No, you're lukewarm, and according to Revelation chapter 3, God's going to vomit the lukewarm out of his mouth. But they think they're in need of nothing. It's the Laodicean church of Luke of, of Revelation 3. They, they think they're, they're hot and they're cold. They think they're in need of nothing. It says that, it, but and they think that they're they're wonderful and they're all right with God. But in God's eyes, they're naked before Him. They're they're wretched, weak, naked before Him. But they think they're in need of nothing. They think they're doing pretty God, good with God. And again, I'm not saying that because I think I'm Mr. Perfect by any stretch of the imagination. But I, I really believe that we need to have a love for the truth to to literally get through the days and times are coming, so that we're not deceived. And and a big part of that is. Well, they just blindly trust their 501c3 trained corporate pastor who got trained in a cemetery, I mean a seminary, and just does whatever his denomination tells him to do. Denomination is totally unbiblical. The whole concept of it. One saith I am of Apollo. One saith I am of Paul. One saith I am of Jesus. Is Christ divided? They're reading some New Age Bible version like an NIV which has 64,098 less words in it. It's leavened. It literally on, on the on the translation committee of, of the NIV, there's a was a lady named Virginia Mullencott who was a rabid new age lesbian. Why would you want to have a woman like that handling the word of God and then giving you a final translation that you're going to to get the truth from? That's just one version. There's I mean tons and tons of different versions out there. I said stick with the King James Bible. Okay, um, I've said that for years. So there's all these read, but again, a lot of it boils down to cursed be the man that trusteth in man and that maketh flesh his arm and whose heart departeth from the Lord, Jeremiah 17, 5. That's why a lot of that is the way it is. Because they're just blind. The, the guys in the cemetery are just blindly following a man. They're not checking out the word of God to see if those things were so like the Bereans did. And they were more noble than those in Thessalonica and were commended for doing that because they checked the things that the, the preachers or the men were saying to see if they were so. I mean, you know, there's no Bible for women preachers. Sorry, there's not. There's not any. It, it, it's such a foregone conclusion that the Bible clearly states that the pastor or the bishop or the elder or the deacon is to be the husband of one wife, not the wife of one husband. But can't say that anymore because it's totally politically incorrect. And oh, then you're bigger. Then, then you hate women. No, I, I just, I've done a whole study on this. It's what women can biblically do for the Lord. And, you know, it's just what the Bible says. I'm sorry. It's what the King James Bible says. It's real clear. And, you know, I'm, I, it's not chauvinistic. It's just what the Bible says. But I, I think maybe that, I mean, one of the things that, that, um, when I was in all these denominations, I just kept going back to what the word of God was saying that I came out of, these denominations that I came out of. And I just I kept comparing it and I kept seeing all these things like, wow, this is the most deceptive time the world's ever 
known that we're moving into. All you got to do is look around and I don't see the church doing, maybe there are certain aspects that the church might point out, but then there's like this other, you know, 49, 900 pound gorillas in the room that they never talk about. And that's why contendingfortruth.com started. Because it's like, well, I mean, I didn't know about this stuff and I was being deceived about it for a long time and I don't want anybody else to be deceived about it. So that's kind of why, and that, that was why I think I was, and again, I give God the total the Lord Jesus Christ, the total credit. But when I got on Sermon Audio, I don't think there was anybody like me on there. I had over 5,000 preachers up there. And within like less than a year, I was, sometimes I was posting teachings and it was top five. I was competing against over 5,000 preachers. Some of these dudes were like, you know, big, big, big names in, in, in the ministries out there. But it, it wasn't me. I believe it was, it was that God was leading people there to say, hey, there's there's other stuff out here that you need to know about. Why? So you're not destroyed for lack of knowledge. Okay? Like Hosea warns about, okay? And that you're not ignorant of Satan's devices. Why? Lest he get an advantage of you, like the Bible warns about. And again, so much of the time, you can listen to teachings online, Christian radio, and it's not so much they're, what they're saying, it's what they never say. It's like, you know, like you, you can listen to Christian radio now and, and, you know, most of the time uh, I've heard, as far as what I've heard on my, I, I'll just have it on like as I'm driving and doing my errands, very, very, very few things I've, I've heard warning about the COVID kill shot. Most of it's been go along with it. Trust your doctor. Look at, look at the, look at the, the origins of the modern day medical pharma cartels with John D. Rockefeller. I played that three or four minute video not too long ago. That wicked evil devil Luciferian is the guy that started the modern day medical pharma cartels. And he was a Luciferian. If, and the Bible says that the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Psalm 11 verse three. Well, the foundations were wicked and corrupt from the beginning. Does that mean I'm against emergency medicine? Does that mean I'm against saving a life, you know, giving drugs to save someone's life to get them out of the wood? No, I'm not against any of that at all. But in the main, you cannot drug your body into good health. The demonization that started of alternative health way back then in the early 1900s through John D. Rockefeller, him and his petrochemical organizations that ended up being the ones that produced all these drugs, all of them produce side effects. Typically, none of them ever fix you. They treat symptoms typically. But see, that's called reoccurring revenue. And it's all about the money. The love of money is the root of all evil. So you see, you see how these things are tied together, you know. And... I mean, I really got off on a tangent there, but if you're if you're a born-again Christian, expect to be purged. Expect to go through chastisement, especially if you were as carnal as I was. And I'm not saying I don't still battle stuff, but I mean, my my background was party hardy, you know, drink till you basically black out. No, nah, not every day, but, you know, sometimes on the weekends and things of this nature. I've told those, those stories before, and I mean, you know... There was a there was a lot of I was totally brought up in the world, in in a worldly carnal type of mindset. But you know, I've been through God's chastisement. I know what that's like. And man, it can be the most unfun thing you can imagine. I've had times where I've just asked God to kill me. I was in so much pain, so much chastisement from God, and I deserved every bit of it. Every single bit of it. Deserve worse, really. I deserve death and hell. Apart from the Lord Jesus Christ. I've said that many times.
So, um, you should expect that. Of whom the Lord loveth, he also chasteneth. And if you be without chastisement, then you're bastards, which is an illegitimate son. So, every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Verse 3, now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. That's how we get the washing of the water of the word. That's, that's one of the ways we get clean. I mean, I think, you know, prayer and, and spending time with the Lord and, you know, I think there's other ways to, to, to do it. But I think the primary way is through the word. And again, if you're reading the wrong Bible, then that's a big problem. So, also, regarding this verse, the Bible says, if you continue in my word, or Jesus said, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every, I mean, even people in the secular realm, oh, the truth shall make you free. You, you hear that quoted all the time, secular, truth. No, you got to have the first part. It's that is um, that whole verse is dependent. The second part of the verse is dependent upon you fulfilling the first part of the verse. If you continue in my word, he said, then are ye my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Don't don't expect anybody that's not saved to actually be operating in real, real truth. They may have certain things they figured out real good. Like, okay, let's say somebody in alternative media that's not a Christian, but man, they got they got the chemtrail thing figured out. Or maybe they got the CERN thing figured out. And they're but they're totally blind on the other. So I, again, that's why I just glean from those sources. I don't ever really typically point to anybody like that as far as, you know, getting daily information. Then Jesus goes on to say, Abide in me and I in you. Now we abide in him. It, really based on these verses through reading the word through or listening to it um faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of god so if your faith is lacking and we all need more faith i mean let's face it then you read you need to read and listen to the word of god more and we're gonna like that's what we're kind of looking at here today so faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Faith, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11.1. 1. So, um, abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. So, he is the vine we are the branches and we have to abide in him or we're not going to be able to bear you you might be like a catholic and i'm, I'm not in trying to indict any of my listeners i'm just saying you could be like a catholic or like any other person that believes in some kind of ism i don't care if catholicism mormonism jehovah witnessism uh um Taoism, any false religion on the planet hinduism buddhism you name it they're all works-based. Every single one of them, it's what you do that gets you into wherever you're trying to get to. Whether that's heaven, whether it's hell, because some of them want to go to hell. I mean, the Satanists do. Whether it's nirvana, whether it's paradise, wherever you're trying to get to, it's all works-based. There's only two religions in the world. Works-based, and then through the Lord Jesus Christ. Believing in his death, burial, and resurrection, 
for your salvation. And I, I know there's, you know, I did a whole teaching on it, and that's why I said go to go to contendingfortruth.com, click on the true salvation tab, and that'll walk you through everything. But we can bear fruit, but it's rotten fruit in God's eyes because it's it's under our own power we're doing it. Like Catholicism, oh, I got to keep the whatever catechisms in, in the seven sacraments or whatever, all the stuff they do. I got to go to a, plea, a priest and go to the confession. All of this garbage is totally unbiblical. There's no Bible for it. Now, maybe there's some apocryphal books or whatever because some Catholic books that might get into that that give you justification for it. But I'm just going to stick with what the King James Bible says. And um, those are works-based religions. You're trying to earn your way into hell. And there's no real guarantee even in Catholicism that you're going to... And you're not going to get there. You're saved by grace through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. See, the last thing that's going to happen is you get before God and you lay all your works before him and say, Yeah, here's why I'm getting into heaven, God. <laughs> Look at that. That's never happening. You're not, he'll share his glory with nobody, the Bible says. You're not going to get there through your own works. Now, good works should follow salvation 100%. 100%. You should want to do right. You should have like an inkling after the Holy Spirit comes and lives inside you and dwells in you to want to do right. Now, it doesn't mean you're always going to do right. You know, I mean, Paul said, oh, what a wretch of a man that I am. Who should deliver me from the body of this death? The things that I shouldn't do, I do. And the things I should do, I don't do. Now, I'm paraphrasing a little bit there. That was like probably the greatest apostle that ever lived. Now, that doesn't give us a, a license to sin. We should strive for perfection, but just understand we're going to battle the carnal carnality. We're going to battle the flesh to the day we die. I'm commingling a lot of stuff here that's kind of related. But it says, as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in me. So it's, it's integral that we're abiding in the Lord Jesus Christ. And primarily that's through reading the word of God. And that's why it's also so important to memorize it because there may come a day and time where you might not have the word of God anymore. It can be taken away. So whatever you have in your head may be all you've got. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you memorize. Jesus said, "When I, it's better that I go because when I come, when well, I'm sorry, when I go, I will send the Comforter, capital C, the Holy Spirit. This is when he was on earth, he said this. He said, and all things that I've taught you and these things will be brought into your remembrance by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit helps you retrieve all this stuff. Like the vast majority of Bible verses I've just given you today weren't on my study. I did just pop in my head. They just pop, pop, pop constantly. It's not because I'm better. I never, I've never been cemetery trained. I never went to one day a cemetery. I mean, seminary, sorry. I'm not saying all seminaries are bad. I'm just saying the vast majority, I think, are... You, you look at the fruit. Look at the fruit of the 501c3 corporate church in America, which is all I really have to compare it to. Not really good. And going along with the old COVID satanic... They're literally on the train to the one world religion under Antichrist. They really... They are. So I, I, think, I think the criticism is warranted there a little bit. And the Bible predicted that it was going to be that way. It predicted the great falling away of the apostates church at the start of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3. Well, yeah, right about right around there. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. We have to be totally dependent upon the Lord Jesus Christ. What, what does that also do by doing that? Keeps you humble. 
And who does God abide with? He, he abides, he dwells with. It says in the Bible, with the meek, the humble, and those that tremble at his word meaning the fear of God. The fear of God is directly connected to humility. So if you don't have fear of God, pray for it because there's more blessings connected with the fear of God than anything I can really identify in the Bible. The fear of the Lord is beginning of wisdom, understanding, knowledge, the angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him and deliver it them. You want deliverance of the future? You want protection? And I'd be praying Psalm 64 or something like Psalm 91, something like that as part of your prayers because what are you asking for god well in psalm 64 you're asking god to hide you from the secret counsel of the wicked and from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity who wet their tongue like a sword and bend their bows to shoot their arrows even bitter words that they may shoot in secret of the perfect you're asking god for that right off the bat my life totally changed when i started praying for that praying that i did a whole study on it key on psalm 64 at contendingfortruth.com it'll change your life not because I did it, but I mean, I, I, I learned it from other, uh, another preacher, uh, Blue Pastor Weaver. Yeah. And that was what got me included. And I had other things that kind of led me in that direction. Anyway, verse five, I am the vine, Jesus Christ talking, ye are the branches, he that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. So again, this is humility. If you're going to be like one of the so-called like Christians or whatever that thinks they're earning their way to heaven, when a lot of people do, there's, there's a track that Chick puts out. It's called Flight 144, and it's about that exact concept of Christians. Oh, well, I went and I've done missions my whole life, and I've, I've done this. But they did it all under their own power, and they probably really didn't give God any credit for much. You got to give God the credit for stuff. Um, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. So if you want him to direct your path, acknowledge him in all your ways. You know, you got to give, and the Bible talks about God sharing his glory with no one. So that's a super important concept that's commingled with all that i'm talking about here with these verses okay so um verse six if a man abide not in me he is cast forth as a branch and is withered and men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned now that doesn't sound too good to me that sounds like hellfire and i don't mean works-based Oh, we're, we're earning our way. We've got to do... No, it's evidence that you're saved. You know, the Bible says, He that endured to the end, the same shall be saved. Also says, and Jesus Christ said, that pray that you're counted worthy to escape all the things that are coming upon this earth and to stand before the Son of Man. That's uh, Matthew 24, where we're talking about the end times. That's the exact time we're living in. So pray that you're counted worthy. I, I forget to do it enough, but pray that you're counted worthy to stand before the Son of Man and, and you know... But he that endureth to the end, the same shall be saved. Enduring to the end is evidence that you were saved all along. It's not works-based. It's evidence. Okay, so I think you have to divide that out. Verse 7, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you. So there's confirmation that this is really the words of God. And now, granted, reading and listening to the word of god is yeah 
it's key but if the, if his words are abiding in you that means you got to have a certain level of them memorized i think because how if, if they're not abiding there, there's a bible verse that talks about you know one go of like a double-minded man is like one that goes before a mirror and and you know looks at himself and then and i know i'm butchering the the whatever but he turns away and he's he's not changed at all you know if his words are truly abiding in you and you're thinking about that and it's affecting your conscience meaning like if you sin your conscience gets you that's like the holy spirit okay well that's a good sign that's a very good sign you know that the holy spirit is convicting you that's a very good sign that his words are abiding in you because you're remembering things you you heard in the bible and say, oh yeah i shouldn't be doing this i shouldn't be doing this because i read about in the bible it said not to do that that's that's evidence that his words are abiding in you you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you if it's if it's in accordance with his will you know and if it's not the Bible says you, you you have not because you ask amiss, because to consume it upon your own lust. So there's a lot of things we can do to get our prayers hindered. Okay, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Well, iniquity is like, you know, sin, transgression, these types of things. So there's a lot of things you can do to get that hindered. Verse 8, Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. As the Father hath loved me, so I have loved you. Continue ye in my love. So a lot of that is continuing in his love. And, and the Bible talks about, by, by this wall men know you that you have love one toward another to the brethren. You know. That's, to me, that's like the easiest part of that whole concept. Because like if I'm around somebody that's a, that's a true Christian, I, I can't help but love them. I mean, it's like, I can't help it. <laughs> it's, not, it's not hard. It shouldn't be hard, you know. I understand maybe there's not everybody that you're going to maybe see eye to eye with and, and, and get along. I'm just saying in general speaking, you know, it's, I don't know. I feel like that's easy. But um, then jumping to verse 16, Jesus Christ talking again. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go forth and bring much fruit. So listen, I don't care who you are. If you're a born again Christian, you should be bearing it's god says he's ordained you that you go forth and bring forth fruit now don't compare your fruit to other people though because you might not be the bible talks about some some of the when it talks about this concept of, of fruit bearing it talks about some bear 30 60 and 100 fold okay also here's another part of that we're all part of the body of christ and the bible talks about and i'm paraphrasing but like can the finger say to the eye depart of me i have no need of you the finger's got a different function than the eye. And then it talks about there's other parts of the body of Christ that are less um, seemly or, or um, you know, they may be doing something that, and, they, and you may be part of that body of Christ, and you may be doing something like almost behind the scenes and, and nobody knows about it, but God sees it. It's, and it's not like, oh, some evangelist that's, that's in like um, Africa and, you know, seeing thousands of people get saved or whatever you, you want to you start comparing yourself to that and it's real easy to get down on yourself but we're all called to bear fruit it's evidence that you're saved it's not what saves you but it's evidence that you are you know and that your fruit should remain meaning it's not like just fruit that withers away it's fruit that will endure 
when we're judged at the judgment seat of Christ, which is where Christians are judged, would hay stubble would would be like okay, you could still be a Christian and still doing a lot of stuff under your own power and not giving God the glory and in in doing it to be seen among men and you may you still could be saved, but those things will be burned up as wood, hay, or stubble at the judgment seat of Christ. But what we want are the precious stones, the silver, the gold, which will just be purified. And that's fruit that will remain at the judgment seat of Christ. Now, I'm not talking about the great white throne judgment where the unsaved go and then are then cast into the lake of fire. That's a different judgment. Okay. Um, so, let's go back to this. Um... And that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. May give it you. Um, these things I command you that ye love one another. Verse 18. If the world hate you, ye know that it hated me before it hated you. And we're getting, we're moving more and more, especially like, there's, there's a lot of countries where, you know, if you're a Christian, like <laughs> Afghanistan right now, you know. Their their understanding, you know, um, I might I'm I'm gonna there's a pretty high likelihood unless God intervenes I might be killed today every day they get up just because I'm a Christian because I'm not worshiping the devil um, moon god Allah which has nothing to do with the God of the Bible which they'll say oh it's God no it's not God no it's not it's the moon god it's the pagan moon god of old. That they worshipped way, 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 way back in Arabia from antiquity. They just repackaged it. So, next verse. If you were of the world, the world would love his own. So don't expect the world to love you. And, and especially if you're taking a stance as a Christian and you don't and you don't want to take the COVID kill shot, which, you know, I, like I said, I would avoid it like... It's not the mark of the beast, but it's the closest thing we've ever seen. Um, but I would avoid it like I would avoid the mark of the beast. I would die before I would get it. Absolutely, 100%. I don't want something them putting something that's going to modify my DNA and fill me full of, of uh, graphene oxide, which is possibly the black goo that we've talked so much about in the last 15 years. Sentient. We're going to talk about that today. There's more and more information coming out about these kill shots. I'm telling you, man, it is... These things are death. And that's why Satan wants them in you so bad. But because you're of not of the world, but I've chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. So we should just expect that. In general. Remember the word that I send to you. The servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. Well, a lot of us, a lot of us, especially if we're in America, or we're getting ready for our time of testing. Me included. Because God will generally test your faith. And, you know, I don't know how that's going to end. I'm not saying God can't protect every one of us. And that he's not going to. Uh, but there may be some, and the Bible is very clear, that, you know, you might be martyred. You might be martyred to take your stand for the Lord Jesus Christ. But absent from the bodies to be present with the Lord. And if you ever come to that point, you just pray, cry out to the Lord for the strength. To have the courage. But just remember, one second on the other side of that martyrdom is life eternal with the Lord Jesus Christ. So keep your eyes fixed on the Lord Jesus Christ. 
and understand that whatever you may go to through, it's only going to be for a, a short, especially a short time compared to eternity. God will get you through it, but you have to have the faith to believe he can get you through it. Never, ever, ever turn your back on the Lord Jesus Christ, ever. I don't care what the circumstance is. You never give up on God. You endure to the end, like the Bible says. Period. There's no other option as a Christian. None. Run the race that you're going to finish and win the prize. The Bible talks about. Um, it, if they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my saying, they will also keep yours. But all these things they will do unto you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. Meaning the father. Now I had read, and again, I had already planned on doing the study this week. And then I got that email from that listener. And, um, I had read this note in my Bible, um, uh, from a from a sermon I heard. Now it's going to be a little t a tiny bit choppy here because I'm trying. I'm reading off a note I wrote in the margin of my Bible, real small. So, um, kind of bear with me here. But um, I heard this sermon on uh, March second of '05 in a church I was at, and I, the first note I have is we serve others so that we may die to self. I mean that's one of the reasons. We serve others, is that we may die to self. And give the life the Lord gave us to others. Because as the Holy Spirit flows in you, it seeks and strives to flow out of you so that others would be blessed and saved and things of this nature. Okay? Remember, I talk about it's God's will that you bear much fruit. Well, this is part of that. But we just read those verses. Uh, when I read this, these verses, the immediate thing that came into my mind was John 15, which I read you first, and now I'm going to read you this. Dying is the expenditure of life. You receive life by spending time with the Lord. Like, you know, prayer, um, fasting, uh, reading the Word of God, listening to the Word of God, um, listening, listening to praise and worship music. Okay, those are all ways. Okay. So, you receive life by spending time with the Lord, like a drill on a battery charger. Okay, so think of yourself as a drill on a battery charger. Okay, the dying is living life and serving others. It's giving out the life that you have received from the time spent with the Lord, and it's flowing out of you. When life flows out of you, you are dying. So then what do you got to do? Well, you got to get back on the charger. And that's why it's important to have, you know, time with the Lord every day so that you're constantly putting yourself back on the charger. But that's something you've got to do. You've got to make that conscious decision. The balanced Christian life has both spending time with the Lord and serving others. The cordless drill left off the charger constantly would be of no use. If you left a cordless drill off a charger, you ever picked up a drill or, or a, I don't know, anything that's powered by a battery, and it, oh, the juice is gone. Well, it's of no use. It's of no use then. We got to think about ourselves the same way. The more time we spend with the Lord, the more use we're going to be, the more the Holy Spirit can flow out of us and through us, the more we can actually serve others, the more we can actually fulfill God's plan in our lives, those books that are written about us in heaven or, or the book 
that's written about us in heaven. I don't know if there's several books or maybe maybe it's different for different people, but the Bible talks about that. I've talked about that. The Bible alludes to that. We want to try to fulfill what's written down in our books as closely as possible. And the only way to do that is by abiding in the vine, by the drill being on the charger. So that we can actually have the strength. Remember, we without him, we can do nothing. So then we... By spending time with him, by abiding in the vine, then we can actually go out and, and, and bear much fruit and serve others. The Holy Spirit can work through us. The cordless drill left off the charger constantly would be of no use. And it was never, if it was never put on the charger, it would die. Yeah. And that's somebody that like, a, I think like the Bible talks about where the seed falls on stony ground or whatever and the cares of this world choke these things out and, and they don't ever spend time with the word they receive the word of god like with joy but then they don't abide they 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 just fall away the cares of this world choke out everything they don't ever go on to spend time with god they don't ever take root in that soil and then they die and the bible says they're, they're cast forth as a branch and are burning burned in the fire so you know that's what the Bible says. Anyway, um, so I wanted to go over that. I planned on that. And, and now more than ever, that's super, super mega important because this information that I'm going over on a weekly basis can be really super overwhelming. There's some really super overwhelming stuff I'm getting ready to tell you. If you're looking at it in just the... Um, from a carnal, I don't want to even say carnal, just from a worldly perspective, apart from the Lord Jesus Christ. This stuff can really affect you in a very negative way. But I'm also a watchman, and a watchman's duty is to warn people, to warn the flock, and to warn the Christians of what's potentially coming. So, um, let's just go right into the study here. Now, I'm not going to get into this part, but I'm going to give you the links for it. And it's called CERN's Impact on the La Palma Volcano. And it's a, uh, a, a video that Stephen Benoon put out that where he's actually playing another video of a gentleman that's going over this and how that he's showing how that we, when CERN ramps up, the particle collider stuff, how it's correlating a lot with volcanoes going off or earthquakes happening in different parts of the world and that how this could be a big, big reason that La Palma is going off right now is because of CERN. And that's why I have CERN and all the other particle colliders in the prayer list, in the in the, the main big prayer list, that God would annihilate CERN and all the other particle colliders because they're, they're opening up portals and demonic entities are i mean they're, and they're doing they can set off earthquakes and all this other stuff now i'm not saying CERN's the only thing that can do that i know they've got other tech that can do that but um the christians of the world are probably the only ones that can really do anything to prevent that i don't think a whole bunch of just secular people are going to storm cern and shut it down you know or all the other particle colliders this is something that only really god can handle and and um that's why I have it in the prayer the prayer list there. But you can listen to the report here. I give you several links here if you want to know more about it. Um, a lot of it's visual, so it would be kind of pointless to play it anyway. I wanted you to be aware of it. Now, then there's this little video. 
And uh, it's called The Coming Satanic Age is Here. And so this is a very short one. Now, this is about a 35-minute video a guy that was on um, InfoWars put out. And I'm not going to... Um, Jay Dyer, I'm not going to play... I'm only going to play you the first part because it's it's just too much to try to cover. But this is a really good synopsis of this subject. And he says, when you believe that God doesn't have anything to do with all of your life, you surrender these areas to us, he says. So this is like a Satanist saying this, when you, when you believe that God doesn't have anything to do with all these different areas of your life that you've literally kind of, most people have just given over to Satan. Now, they may not be Satanists, but they're just going along with Satan's agenda. So he's going to occupy that space that you've given to him. Okay. He will take over. The realm of government we will take over the realm of media we will take over the arts right and we will destroy you through those which is what's happened you you look around you see how wicked things are you said the media is totally taken the, the hollywood's taken over totally the arts you see how education's taken over totally because the so-called church has totally dropped the ball they let them remove prayer from the schools they let them enact roe Ro versus wade they've got yoked up with the government and their IRS, you know, and the IRS and their 501c3. And therefore, the church ha has very little power. And therefore, the church has, is very, very deceived. And it's very, very asleep. And they've they've left the battlefield. Are they fighting COVID? Are they, are they fighting? There's enough people that call themselves Christians in, in, in America that they should be able to, to shut down just with prayer alone, prayer and fasting alone. The abortion clinics... So many wicked, evil agendas within a very, very short period of time. But do you see the churches at large, by and large, doing that or going? No, they're going along with the COVID agenda, which is the most wicked thing I've ever seen in my lifetime. They're going along with it for the most part. So they've left the battlefield. So there is only a very small remnant, which is very, very typical for a lot of time periods. Weapons. He says we intentionally weaponize them. Now, you thought that Satanism or these kinds of occult groups were about freedom and liberty, right? Well, he says, no, that's what we tell the lower level dumb people. He says at the higher levels, we understand that reality is not about freedom. It's a pure predator prey relationship. Mm -hmm. And in this purely predator prey relationship, he says, we have the dominion and the right via nature to subjugate and destroy you in that predator prey relationship. He says, so guess what? In the coming age, he says, we're showing these Satanists marching on some type of state capital. And they're all dressed in black robes and they've got their high priestess with her black horns. And I mean, right out in the open, man, I mean, they're, they're not hiding it. Destroy Western civilization. And by 2030 to 2050, when we bring in the new satanic aeon, the new world order, he says, we will subjugate you, depopulate you. And he says, the only religion of the future will be Satanism. It almost brings to mind things that Albert Pike uh, reportedly said, right? That the age, the coming age, will not be one of Christianity or Islam or even atheism. Now, he now says that's all, all a lie. That's all what they think they're going to all God laughs at them. He's going to have them in derision like the Bible talks about. You know, that's what Satan's playing. That's what Satan's trying to con his believers into believing. Okay, but we know how the word, we know how it turns out. Okay with what the Bible says. All those will pass away and we will bring in the Luciferian satanic age, right? He says all these social structures will capitulate to us and the new world order will be one of a fully, uh, it's a theocracy, but 
the theocracy is the satanic theocracy. I told you. <laughs> so you thought all along, right, that, oh, there's just liberty, it's just freedom. No, it's not. It's a satanic New World Order. I have said for years that the coming one world religion under Antichrist and false prophet, the primary power for that is going to be black witchcraft. Well, what is Satanism? What are they saying there? This coming aeon. Okay. That will be where they will try to derive their power. The highest level black witchcraft the world's ever known. And it's all going to be defeated. I mean, like, you know, the Bible says, and the devil that deceived them meaning the world was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. You know, that's their end, right there. <laughs> that's how it's going to turn out. So they got a real rude awakening coming, but you know, for, for now it's it's pretty rough here on, on planet Earth um, being in the most wicked time the, the world's probably ever known, maybe save Noah's day. Uh, I just wanted to report on this real quick. Plastic surgeons sound the alarm against the great delusion of this new alienized look. Dr. Stephen Harris has had it. The owner of the Harris Clinic in London who employs a less is more approach approach on his use of Botox and fillers. You know what Botox? Botox is botulism toxin. It's like a, a, I don't know, maybe a deadened version of it. I just, Botox is, I mean, botulism if you ever got that stuff it can kill you real quick now i'm not saying that it's causing that but i'm just saying why on god's green earth would you want to use botulism toxin as a filler in your lips or something like that it's not something i would advise anyway um he has taken to social media to sound the alarm bells on instagram the aesthetic doctor whose Hollywood clients regularly fly across the pond to see him for his revered correction work, posted a picture of a stick of dynamite and a ticking clock next to it, writing, quote, our industry is fast becoming a breeding ground for mental illness. And now what is what is guiding all this? It's demons and devils that, that are emanating and operating and possessing these people to want to look like aliens, look like the biggest freaks, piercings, gauges, all this stuff all of tattoos all of it's motivated by demons and devils and yes i said tattoos the bible says to not mark your body key and tattoos in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com now i'm not coming down on on a listener if they've, if they've had those and they got saved and all this other stuff i'm saying but you don't want to pursue it now for sure it's demonic um remember Taylor had told me about this girl that she knew and she had gotten like she was with this guy and they got like some type of thing put on their finger like I don't know maybe oh I I don't know I love John or what and then he got I love whatever on his finger I love um Bailey or something on his finger as like a and from that moment forth their whole stinking relationship totally fell apart and she is she has turned she went from being a conservative and i'm not saying she wasn't like whatever but she is a rabid rabid liberal now that is full of hate and that um has taken both kill shots and her friend did too 
Erica, and she's turned into a rabid total liberal, and, and she was a conservative as well, and her life is beyond, beyond a mess. Now, I'm not saying it was only the, the tattoos, but it just is kind of weird that right around the same time they got those, their lives tended to fall apart. And these were little ones. Little, little ones. So, I'm telling you, don't get that garbage. Ever. And I don't care if it's a Bible verse or what, don't do it. The Bible says don't do it go into my teaching on tattoos so he says our industry is fast becoming a breeding ground for mental illness what sort of twisted standard of beauty we're creating for the younger generations and how does it affect those with mental health disorders such as body dysmorphic dysmorphic disorder speaking with thr i guess the i don't know whatever news source that was he says things have gone really wrong in the field of aesthetics as Harris sees it, there is a normalization of extreme procedures that's threatening to take over the industry. From the controversy, Satan never gets enough. You get, you start getting these procedures, and you're just going to want more and more and more. A lot of the time, maybe not every time, but a lot of the time. As Harris sees it, there's a normalization of extreme procedures that's threatening to take over. And I don't mean like people that are getting their teeth straightened and, and stuff like that, or somebody that was maimed in an accident, whatever, getting reconstructed. Or you know, I understand. There's, there's, this isn't, this doesn't always have to be demonic. But I'm talking about the ones that are going this, this nut crazy route and getting these extreme procedures, and it's purely for vanity, even though a lot of times it makes them look so weird. And you, then there's the people that get into the whole body piercing and all that other garbage and piercing. Ugh. I mean, that's just bad news. There, as Harris sees it, there's a normalization of extreme procedures that's threatening to take over the industry. From the controversial Russian lip technique, which is, I guess, using an overabundance of filler to crudely project lips vertically. <laughs> okay. Creating a tented look with severe crisp borders, according to Harris, to protrude to protruding cheekbones, to an abnormally high winged eyebrows. And these women that I see so much of the time that they wear these gigongous uh, fake eyelashes. And I'm like, what are you doing? That looks clownish. I don't understand. I don't get it. It does not look good. But if you're going by modern day beauty standards, just expect things to get more and more satanically oriented. That's why the Bible says, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world, because it's going to lead you down the wrong path. The later three looks are part of the trend that goes beyond Instagram face, which is a highly face-tuned, wrinkle and pore-free face and has morphed into some what some doctors are calling a grossly altered alienized look now i give you a picture of a guy evidently that got this and it's going to be on page uh six of the pdf for this date uh at contendingfortruth.com it'll be um associated with the october 4th 2021 it's in the pdf now remember Everything that I'm going over on a week-to-week -week basis, pretty much everything, I put every bit of it in the PDF. So you have one-stop shopping where you can go to reference what I'm talking about. Because I get I get all these emails a lot of times, and it's like, I don't know where to find And I'm like, I covered it. It's in the PDF. Now, sometimes I understand there's exceptions, but 
That's why I put the PDFs. I don't know anybody that does that on the internet. I don't know anybody that puts out a customized, highlighted PDF with every single teaching they're doing, and I've never charged for none of it on the audios. And again, I'm not saying that because I'm mad or what. I'm just saying it's in there. It's it's probably in there. And if it's not, yeah, you can email me. That's that's cool. Um, but I'm trying to do that as much so you will have this one-stop place you can go. Um, then it's called an alienized look. It's think something not too far from Angelina Jolie's paranormally contoured facial transformation for the role malfeasant. Oh, okay, now I, I looked that up. I did a keyword search. And again, people see this. This is uh, Angelina Jolie, who I believe is a reptile anyway. I don't believe she's human. There's been a lot of evidence of that in the past. Yeah, she has got like these black horns, which is exactly the same headdress that um, if, uh, if you go back and watch that minute video I did on the coming satanic age, it shows you this black high priestess. Not, now, I don't mean her skin color. I mean, she's wearing all black. She's wearing these black leather horns she's wearing the exact same outfit as that satanic black high priestess that was just marching on this i don't know what capitals and yes and she's got fake cheekbones and yeah it makes her look really really super wicked and evil oh and i'm I'm glad it's from disney that we get this so yeah Angel, angelina jolie is really wicked evil um this guy that i give you the picture of here he looks more like an alien real black eyes which again black-eyed children uh gigantically huge ridiculously obscene lips um he looks absolutely like a demon you would see it's he doesn't look human at all which again what is inspiring all this demons and devils are inspiring these people to do this stuff because they're of their father, the devil, and of his works and of his lusts, they will do. So they're trying to transform themselves into what these demons that are emanating and operating them look like. They want to look like their father, the devil, or the demons and devils that operate through them. That is the motivating factor for this. So it's not just some willy-nilly thing where, oh, I just woke up one morning and look like an alien. No, there's major demons at play here. Um, so these are faces whose features have been distorted with dermal fillers and botulinum, to botulinum toxin, which is Botox, to the point where they look like extraterrestrials. And there's a whole link to that report there if you want to read that. Um, then we have this. NBC c contributor becomes spokesperson for controversial, controversial group accused of normalizing pedophilia. NBC contributor Noah Bertleski is now the communications director for Protasia. Now, this is a guy that's a contributor for NBC. Let me let me just get this guy's picture. I'll post it in here so you can have have a picture, uh, a face to associate the name with. I just post a picture so you could get a gander at this at this devil. Noah Berlatsky is now the communications director for Protasia, a not-for-profit group that is reportedly attempting to legitimize pedophilia or child molestation under the guise of helping children. Yeah, because child molestation really helps children. But see, like I've said for years, it's all going to be out in the open before it's all said and done. This is the stuff, if it's evil and if it's wicked, it's going to be protected. 
It's going to be glorified. It's going to... And here we are. As part of his work with the group, he has written about legitimizing trans children, conducting interviews about the positive impact of pornography on children, and how the best way to help children who are trafficked into the sex trade is to decriminalize the industry. So just make it, make it legal, child sex trafficking and slavery, and expose them to pornography because that has a very positive impact and legitimize all the trans children. This is the level of sick, twisted, wicked devil. I just pray God for anybody like this, Noah Berlatsky, that if it's possible, your soul be saved, but if not, that God would just absolutely rain down fire and brimstone on you and all your devil maggot ilk that all men would see and fear and declare the work of God, that they would wisely consider of God's doing, and the righteous would be glad in the Lord and trust in him, and all the upright in heart would glory, and that many would be saved, and that great fear would fall upon men as a result of it. And most of that was from Psalm 64. Protasia, this group that he uh, represents, and he's an NBC contributor, is a new kind of child protection. It's like the, the Ted Bundy, uh, Ted Bundy opening a, uh, a, if he were alive, that he was opening a battered woman center. The Ted Bundy home for battered women. The serial killer, Ted Bundy, that killed all the women in the most sadistic way imaginable. Or the Green River killer, home for battered women. You know, another one of those, like Ted Bundy. It's a new kind of child protection organization that has a different approach to protecting children. Protecting, yeah. It, again, it's just totally opposite of what they're saying they are. They're defiling children. They're murdering children. They're sexually molesting children. Most likely, a lot of these people are sacrificing children. It has a different approach to protecting children than the current methods of social work and law enforcement. Oh, it sounds a lot better. I mean, I'm not saying what, what we've got is perfect because it's so much of that is part of the wicked system too, but this is a whole other level of evil. Saying that these approaches are less effective than they should be because they are driven by emotion rather than evidence. Oh, he's going to give us evidence that pornography is good for children and that we need to de decriminalize child sex trafficking. So I wanted to give you a picture of this slime bag. You want to put him in your Bible and, and uh, pray pray uh, for him and all the, the people in Protasia and Nambla, the North American Man-Boy Love Association. I didn't make that up. I've been saying that for years. Yeah, look up Nambla. Woe to them that call evil good and good evil. And that's the norm. That's the norm. Evil is good now and good is evil. Not for long, though. Not for long. Not, not, not when you compare things to eternity. <laughs> Whether you're pre, post-trib, mid-trib, Jesus is coming back, and he will straighten everything out. But until he comes back, we're to occupy till he comes. Regardless of what your belief on the, the rapture is. Next report. Dems call killing babies in the womb a blessing and an act of love as they protest Texas abortion law. 
Deranged Democrats employed absurd doublespeak to defend the murder of babies inside the womb during a House hearing on Thursday. In a House Committee on Oversight and Reform hearing dubbed a state of crisis, I'm assuming this is in Texas, examining the urgent need to protect and expand abortion rights and access. That was the state of crisis. Democrats argued Texas SB 8 law banning abortion after six weeks, uh, after six weeks when she... Uh, conceived was an affront to women's rights well it's sure not an affront to the baby's rights who will be murdered if it wasn't in place but they don't care about that all they care about is the woman's right to murder her baby that's all that matters and it's funny because when you go to these things and i played one of the the protests against this it's all a whole bunch of satanists and and people into witchcraft and rabid lesbians and trans the worst most off-scouring scum i'm sure there's tons of child molesters there the worst most off-scouring scum of humanity show up at these things to defend evil to defend and scream about having their abortion rights taken away You shall know them by their fruit. The action was documented and clipped on Twitter by Grabian's Tom Elliott. As usual, Dems threw every label they could at the issue, including white supremacy, racism, comparisons to Hitler, and more. But it's again, it's fine to murder your baby. But they're going to use every single lying, satanic, slime bag tactic that they can. Um... Massachusetts, oh, this is Massachusetts, okay. Uh, Mass Representative Ayanna Presley led the charge running down the list of LGBT groups and claiming abortion bans are rooted in the patriarchy and white supremacy. What a, what a lying bunch of garbage that is. She says, pro-life laws hurt. Our lowest income sisters, our queer, trans, and non-binary siblings, the black, the Latinx, whatever that is, the AAPI, whatever that is, the immigrants, the disabled, and the indigenous folks. And none of this is happenstance. These bands are rooted in patriarchy and white supremacy. Again, ignoring the 900-pound gorilla in the room that you're murdering the baby. They don't care about any of that. They just want to decry that their rights are being Violent. What about the rights of the baby? I told you there, there, there's coming a time, and they're already doing it in some countries, and they're already, you know, Virginia. They've openly talked about that as well, about killing the baby after it's born. That's where this is all heading, and then it'll be more and more. Oh, three months. I'll add the baby's really giving me a lot of problems. I'm, we'll kill it at three. Well, now we'll kill it at two years. That's where this is all heading. Murder. Mass murder. Bible says that Satan was a murderer from the beginning. He loves murder. That's why this pleases him so much. And that's why his um, the minions of Satan turn out in their in their black hordes in order to protest this and scream and revolt against this. Anything that's good, they hate. It's just the new normal. She said that without a hint of irony that most she said that without a hint of irony that most abortion clinics are located in low-income black and brown neighborhoods. Yeah, they are. Congresswoman Jackie Spears 
of California, Democrat, on the other hand, went at the issue from a different angle, bizarrely claiming that abortion is safer than childbirth. Ah, it's not too safe for the baby. But then again, when do they ever care about the baby? All I can say is white hot hellfire awaits these people. Enjoy your life now because you got some real fun stuff in hellfire waiting you and then the lake of fire. It's going to be a real picnic down there for you. Obviously, I'm being sarcastic. Dr. Ghazali Moyedi, whatever, abortion is a blessing. Abortion is an act of love. These are the testimonies of this. Abortion is freedom. May your tongue turn black and rot out of your maggot-infested head, Dr. Moyedi, whatever your name is, in the sight of all men that all men would see in fear and declare the work of God that they would wisely consider his doing, Dr. Moahidi. Can you imagine how many people would get saved if that actually started happening to people in public? That would, guaranteed, that would instill some real fear of God. We need that, don't we? Isn't that what we kind of need? We need fear of God. Because there's no fear of God, evil is just running rampant because they believe, oh, there's no consequences. Evil's winning, look. There's no God. Evil's winning. That's their mindset. They're storing up wrath is what they're doing. Storing up God's wrath. The abortion doctor later asserted that abortion has been historically as a method of upholding white supremacy. <laughs> I mean, the most asinine, stupid things you, you could even possibly think of that have nothing to do with this issue and yet, yet they're going to invoke the, those things because their minds are darkened they love evil that's what it all boils down to they love evil they love killing and then we have this new uh new york governor Hochul. this is the one that took over from uh that um luciferian satanist cuomo Proclaims, she proclaims, the vaccine comes from God. This is the COVID kill shot. And asks those present in the mega church congregation where she's preaching at, again, another 501c3 church doing its yeoman's best for Satan, going right along in lockstep with Satan's agenda. It's like Billy Graham and Joel Osteen and Kenneth Copeland, the P PTL or whatever, the 700 Club, I'm sorry. All of them trying to browbeat their listeners into getting the kill shot have been from day one. Knowing, okay, well then that's all I need to know that you're on Team Satan. I've said you're on Team Satan for all these years. I've proved it other ways, but now I really know. Now there's no, there's no, there's no, no doubt you were on Team Satan from the beginning and now your true colors are showing. We know who you're aligned with and these mega churches are all, if they weren't, they'd all be out of business. You couldn't have a mega church. That's why I've always kept contending for truth.com, super mega small. Because I, ne I never ever wanted any of that. Like having multiple employees under me and the problems that could arise from that. I never got convicted about making it any bigger than just me. And I, I mean, I'm not saying that because I'm proud or anything. I'm just saying I, I was I always had a conviction, keep it small. Keep it small. You start to get out in these big corporate structures. I mean, I'm telling you, Satan enters it, especially when you're yoked up with the government, especially when you're reading the wrong, especially when you let every worldly program enter into your church. 
Oh, well, if I speak against the kill shot, I'll, I'll get my 501c3 tax exempt status and my church will be gone. I can't, you know, well, should have thought about that before you did what you did. She asked those present in the mega church congregation, I need you to be my apostles. Her satanic apostles. This is where the church is at. And the Bible says that my people love to have it so. Let's listen to this high level high level uh, priestess, witch, Luciferian. She's before some mega church. Um, and uh, I don't know exactly what mega church this is. Oh, even Tucker Carlson even reported on this. Uh, let, let's let's hear it right from Governor Hochul's forked tongue to this mega church congregation that is doing in an absolute total lockstep with Satan and his agenda. I prayed a lot to God during this oh, time. I bet you did. And you know what? God did answer our prayers. She prayed a lot to Lucifer is what she meant to say. He made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers. He made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. And we must say thank you, God. Thank you. And I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say I'm vaccinated. All of you. Yes, I know you're vaccinated. Now, this is literally a Luciferian going before a total lukewarm Laodicean uh, 501c3 corporate church and just reaffirming what they're already doing. And my people love to have it so. You hear them clapping? Now, maybe not everybody was, hopefully. Hopefully a lot of people left after this from whatever mega church this is at. But this is the normal state of the modern day church in America. Spineless totally left the battlefield, totally part of the problem, going along to get along, and lukewarm. You're the smart ones, but you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. And that's, that's, that's you to get the kill shot. Yeah, they're not listening to what the God of this world, like you worship, which, want. Yeah, we're not listening to Satan because we've got half a brain in our head and we've done the research. And we've proven over and over and over how wicked this evil kill shot is by your own statistics. But see, she's hoping, like so many other minions of Satan, that you won't do the research. That you'll just accept whatever is being told to you. Cursed be the man that trusteth in man and that make flesh his arm. It's hard to depart from the Lord because when you make flesh your arm, your heart will depart from the Lord. I dare I say the vast, vast majority of people in this megachurch their hearts have departed from the Lord. They don't have any discernment. They don't have any love for truth. Why would they be there? I hope a lot of people got out after this. I don't know. You know this. You know who they are. I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out and talk about it and say, we owe this to each other. We love each other. Oh, yeah. So she's going to bring the love part. You love one another to get the kill shot. So she's saying, go to your other Christians that haven't taken the kill shot and do this for me. Be my apostles. This is one of the most blasphemous things I've ever heard in my life. Jesus taught us to love one another. <laughs> and how do you show that love? But to care about each other enough oh, to say, please absolutely. get vaccinated because I love you. I want you to live. Yeah. I want yeah. our kids. Yeah, because that's what the statistics are showing. That's what all the things that we're seeing now, all the horrific, wicked stuff that's in the kill shots, the people dying in drugs, how they're trying to cover up the death statistics, over 2 million adverse, 2.5 million adverse reactions in America alone. 
All of it being covered up by the mainstream because it's so godly and it's so wonderful and we need to get it so bad. Totally modifies our DNA. Most of the vaccines are, 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 are produced using uh, aborted fetal cell lines. Now, none of that matters to these people. Graphene oxide, pro programmable nanotech that are, that's interfacing with the 5G, turning you into a cyborg, rewriting your DNA. Yeah, that's so of God, I, I have to admit. To be safe when they're in schools. I want you to be safe when you go to a doctor's office or to a hospital and are treated by somebody. You don't want to get the... Yeah, yeah the, the worst place you can possibly be, the modern-day gas chambers, is in a COVID unit in a hospital. And we're going we're gonna to go over that today as well, if I can get to it. From them, you're already sick or you wouldn't be there. Yeah, probably from either the vaccine shedding or you took the kill shot, and that's why you're there. And you've done nothing to support your own immune system, so you were ripe for the picking. I have to solve this, my friends. I need every one of you. I need you to let them know that this is how we can get, fight, fight this pandemic come back to normal and then start talking come about back to normal like that's part of their plan they're never going to ever let us go back to normal if they have anything to do with this the great reset does not involve which this hinges upon the great reset of Klaus schwab has nothing to do with us ever getting back to normal the real issues that we have to fighting systemic racial injustice which oh that's the problem the racial injustice that's they always bring it back to that and that oh that's always the white people to, to blame for all of that let's target it on the white people they're the source of all evil that's what's really important not the millions and billions of people that are going to be dropping dead from the kill shot that doesn't matter or maimed at bare minimum today and if there's a dot denier i will take you on any date because i've seen it i know it exists and we are not going to have a blind eye to this ever again any longer well, any day which take me on regarding this subject okay so let's listen to what tucker carlson said there's only a six second clip um i wish they would have like let it give me a little bit more but just hear what he says one comes to the father except through the shot sinners in the hands of an angry healthcare worker so no one comes to the father except through the shot the kill shot the covid kill shot and i mean you know that's where we're at that's where we're at here and it shows a picture of a of a uh i think he's a doctor he, and it says laid off in 2020 evidently from the whole covid thing fired in 2021 might be my last night in emergency medicine cheers and it's from a, a doctor oh man and then one lady posted the whole point in being against the vax passports i don't think it's the whole point but it's a, it's a good one is not because we care about going to gyms or restaurants the point is that which we do though obviously the point is that we should never ever submit to a social credit system in which the government gets to decide what behaviors merit total access to society do you get it yeah because see guys all this is is the lying satanic gateway to get us into the social credit system, to get us into the Great Reset. It all hinges upon the COVID, of us going along with the COVID-19 agenda. There's a much bigger picture at play here. Okay, so then we have a uh, listener question. I had a quick question that occurred to me this morning. Is there a correlation between all the sacrificial deaths from the COVID jab being part of a satanic ritual? Teens and children are next. She says, I get so discouraged trying to tell people about this, but since I don't have any initials behind my name, they don't value what I have to tell them. Ah, I mean, I have initials behind my name and 
a lot of times people don't value what I have to say. If it doesn't go along with whatever satanic paradigm they have invested their whole life into believing, and the medical pharma cartel is a big paradigm that they, most people have, you know, decades and decades and decades invested in. And remember, there's demons at play here. There's all kind of demons at play that are blinding these people. You know, like, like the Bible talks about the the the, um, the demons, the devil is blinding their minds that the light of the glorious gospel doesn't enter in. And that's a big reason why people don't get saved. Well, it's true for a lot of other stuff too. Um, so they don't value what I tell them. Praying always that someone will be open to this. God bless. And then I said, my response, I said, yes, that that is what this whole thing is about. Human sacrifices. Now, we, we never need to, to, to lose sight of that. What is the whole COVID agenda about? At the end of the day, human sacrifices. It's about the population of planet earth it's about the first commandment of the georgia guidestones which is the 10 commandments of the new world order reduce world population to 500 million in perpetual balance with nature 500 million is almost 95 percent reduction that's a lot of people got to go according to the new world order the first commandment so that's what the kill shot's all about and they're trying desperately to get it into more people so that they'll have the majority numbers and that because they know also that it's so hard to keep a lid on something that's killing and maiming so many people. Even if you've got total media blackout, that you've got social media that's still going. Like Twitter. There's a lot of stuff on Twitter. And I understand, yeah, they're taking more stuff off all the time. They're, they're restricting things all the time. But still, it's, it's so hard to keep a lid on something that's so incredibly overt and in your face and it's killing and maiming so many people. But that's what this whole thing's about human sacrifices and all the misery pain and death the kill shots are causing to the vaxxed to the unvaxxed and to the unvaxxed who are being affected by the vaxxed and all the families having to deal with the aftermath of this see all of that misery and death and pain and sickness i've heard it referred to as luge it's what reptilians it's what demons and devils feed off of See, they don't, they don't, the, when a demon wants to occupy somebody, it tries to evoke certain things in them and it feeds off that, like if it's a demon of anger. Well, it's trying to make you angry because it feeds off that emotion. That's how it eats. That's how it gets its sustenance. That's how it gets its satisfaction. That's how demons operate in people. Or even if they're not in you, around you. And that's what this is all about. All of this is dedicated to Satan and his fallen angels. The COVID-19 agenda, which, which, this is the biggest spiritual battle probably the world's ever known. The biggest, most overt battle against overt evil and wickedness the world's ever known. Maybe uh, save, maybe Noah's day. Which Jesus Christ said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Well, we're right on the cusp of that. Whether you're pre-trib, mid-trib, or post, or pre-wrath, we're, we're, we're in the end times. We're, we don't really have to have a whole lot more where you could literally have the mark of the beast. We have to have a cashless system, though. We don't have that yet. We still have paper currency. And that's got to be done away with in order to bring in the mark of the beast. There's a lot of biblical parameters that we've went over proving that, you know, the COVID shot's not the mark of the beast. But it's definitely leading us there. 
So what I did is I reposted my document on six of the eight COVID-19 vaccines are unethical because they were produced using aborted fetal cells and are being tested and or are being tested using aborted fetal cells. The Johnson & Johnson, J&J, or Janssen shot is overtly made with aborted fetal cells. Now, the thing about that one, though, is it's not rewriting your DNA. It doesn't have the, the messenger RNA in it, okay? Now, I'm not advocating getting the J&J because of that, okay? I'm just saying that there's there's evil... Each shot has its, its own little evil thing about it. They're not all cookie cutter, okay? Moderna, Pfizer, AstraZeneca, COVID jabs are all are all made and or are being tested using aborted fetal cell lines in their production. Now, to verify this, I give you a different link here. Two different links you can go to. I'm not going to recover this this information because I've already covered it in the past. Okay. Um, the Janssen Pharmaceuticals, owned by Johnson & Johnson, uses a PER-C6 human fetal cell line. There's a link to that. This is all in the PDF for this date. I also added this whole thing of information into my spiritual implications of taking the COVID kill shot. The PCR6 human fetal cell line was developed in 1985 through 1995 and from the retinal tissue of an aborted baby at 18 weeks gestation. And all the other technical stuff is here. I listed it here. If you want to see for yourself, I've got it in one spot now, all the information on the the on on at least j and j astrazeneca pfizer and moderna i've got the technical specs on at least talking about the um the aborted fetal cell component in that okay then i give you um the uh then we look at the moderna vaccine now on that one it's some it says some tests do not use aborted drive fetal cells regarding the testing of the moderna and some do the line that they're using is the HEK293 aborted fetal cell line. HEK stands for human embryonic kidney, and it was derived from a human aborted uh, baby in the Netherlands in the early 1970s. Okay, so Moderna uses that in its testing sometimes that, were, that was used in the testing process for the Moderna. Pfizer is the exact same way. It uses the HEK cell lines in um some of their abortion drive tests and some they don't okay uh but here's the thing even though the uh they're not using the aborted fetal cell lines in the vaccine at least what they're telling us now i wouldn't put it past them that they are for the moderna and the, for the pfizer these are the messenger rna vaccines that rewrite your dna <laughs> so <laughs> Okay, J&J &J doesn't do that, but it uses overt aborted fetal cell lines in the vaccine. Now, this is what we know of. It's not like I'm trusting that we're getting the full picture here, because obviously we don't even really know the full ingredient list. So just assume the absolute total worst. We're going to look at um, another video where they're they're looking again at the, uh, mic the, the uh, vaccines under microscopic slides, and it's beyond horrific. They're all straight from the pit of hell, okay? all of them the astrazeneca which is mostly available in the european areas is um they use um they absolutely use hek the aborted fetal cell line in the production of the astrazeneca one okay directly and um <clears throat> so we have that now i'll give you all the link for that all the links are here so you have that and then now we're going to play a video 
and um, it's the first U.S. lab examines vaccine vials. Horrific findings revealed. Okay, so this is Stu Peters. This is this just came out interviewing Dr. Carrie Maj. Now, again, I've warned about her regarding like the New Age weird belief system. Okay, we're gleaning here. Okay, we're gleaning. Uh, this is this is confirmatory findings from many, 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 many doctors. Okay, the Spanish researchers. The, there's been many, many doctors that I played different clips of. They're putting these things under the, the the vials, the sealed vials, or sometimes they're opening the vials and putting them under microscopic slides, under microscopes, and what they're seeing in these COVID-19 vials are horrific. So, um, this is this is the interview for that of September 2021. Welcome to the Stu Peters Show. My name is Stu Peters. Well, to prove that there is nothing to fear from vaccine boosters. Resident White House dementia patient Administrator Joe Biden publicly received a Pfizer booster shot on Monday. At least that's what we are told to believe, because that's what the media showed us on TV. It has to be legit. One day later, the White House announced that the president's trip to Chicago is postponed, supposedly so he can negotiate with law. That whole thing was staged. It was it was on a it was on a like a, a set that they had in some where they had press there that were watching. It was really weird with Biden getting supposedly the shot. Makers about the Democrats' big spending bill, but no, you won't see him in public in that span. Why do you ask? The Biden administration is still pursuing its plan to force a vaccine into the arms of every living and breathing organism that scours, crawls on, or occupies America, regardless of age, health status, or religious conviction. But that dictatorial push just isn't enough. So they're also expanding their push to booster shots. Of course, those will be mandatory soon as well. Soon everybody will be paying their mandatory tribute to Pfizer, to Moderna, to Johnson & Johnson every six months for the right to travel, go outside, hold a job, have a life. Right. And they're racing forward aggressively. Even the CDC's own advisory committee on immunization practices voted against endorsing booster shots for healthcare workers and teachers. But last Friday, CDC Director Rochelle Walensky just overruled them. The Biden administration's political priorities come first, and that means more vaccines being forced into more arms. Dr. Carrie Madej says that she's personally examined multiple vials of the vaccines that are being forced into people's arms, and she says that she was horrified by what she saw. She says she cried harder than she ever has before. She says other American labs have looked at the contents of the vaccine vials only to shut down shortly after. And Dr. Carrie Madej joins us now. Doctor, thank you for being here. We appreciate it. Thank you, Stu. It's my pleasure to be here. So you sent these images to the show. I've looked at them. Uh, I have to say that I was creeped out. But then again, I realized I don't know what I'm looking at here. So help me out. Okay. So first of all, the um, it was in July that a local lab in Georgia said uh, they wanted me to examine contents of a vial that they had just received. Um, this vial was fresh. It, it had already been used to be injected into at least one patient um, because it was the end of the day. They were going to discard it. So they were able to um, get the vial. And this particular vial was Moderna. And so I was there to witness them getting that and putting some of the, the contents on a glass slide with a compound microscope to look at it. And it it was only nothing was added to this solution nothing was diluted no human tissue was added um, only the white light for the microscope and of course over time it was becoming more room temperature from the refrigeration that was it and so at first it looked just translucent 
Um, and then as time went on over two hours, colors appeared, which I've never seen anything like this. There wasn't a chemical reaction happening. Um, it was a brilliant uh, like blue and, and royal purple and uh, a yellow and sometimes green. Um, and so these, uh, these colors appearing, I did not know what that was after investigating uh, more a superconducting material can do that with white light being um, emitted to it. Okay, a superconducting material would be something like an injectable computing system. Anyhow, the, these fibers were appearing more and more. Um, some of the fibers had a little uh, cube structure on that. I'm not sure what that was. And also uh, metallic fragments were in there. They were not metallic fragments. I'm used to seeing a more exotic. Uh, They're very opaque as well as, um, you know, uh, as the edge of the cover slide. So the cover slip, when you put a glass partition on that or a piece on top of the glass slide, there are edges. And so all the particulates, all these colors started to move to the edge. And there was self-assembling going on. Things were growing. Um, you know, they look synthetic. Um, and then there was one uh, particular, I'd say, object or organism, I'm not sure what to call it, that had um, tentacles coming from it. And it was able to lift itself up off of the cover, I'm sorry, off of the, the glass slide. It, it was, was alive? The like the, the thing was alive? It, it appeared to, yeah, it appeared to have be self-aware or be able to grow or move in space. Now, they're showing a close-up of it. I copied and pasted that into the document, into the PDF for today's date. And it literally looks like it's got, mm, one, two, three, I don't know, maybe seven arms, maybe eight, I don't know. Um, and it literally has a face on it. And it literally looks like it's looking up at you. And it's, it's, I, I, this is, um, I've seen this before. I've talked about this before. Now think about it. If you were Satan, w is this something you wouldn't do? Oh no, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I'm Satan. I mean, come on. <laughs> Why would I, I wouldn't go that far. I'm not going to put literally demonic, parasitic, organisms in the vaccine i wouldn't i wouldn't go that low why do you think they're trying so hard to get this in us see we don't i don't me included and i've been eat, eating breathing and sleeping this covid19 thing since it started okay not this january but since last january you'd be hard pressed to find anybody that's done more research on this whole subject than, than me regarding because i've been this has been like the center of my studies almost every week and i mean this doesn't surprise me i would expect this they're gonna try to sneak in every wicked evil thing in this shot to get it into people and most people are only going to realize that when it's way too late I mean, this is some serious demonic stuff we're talking about here. I mean, all I can tell you is this is not something they taught us in medical school, nothing in my laboratories, um, nothing that I've seen before. And I've showed this to other people in the field, and they don't know what it is either. And I thought when I first saw this, and I kept looking at it over and over again, I had a colleague with me, and um, we both thought, wow, this, this almost appears like it's self-aware, like it. It knows we're watching it. Yep. It's just an intuition, a feeling of mine. Yep. But 
was very uh, because it's like looking back at you it, it appears that way and as much as you can make it out then you've got all the self-assembling graphene oxide nanotech in there which is also almost sentient like you know possibly the we've heard a lot about black goo like the x-files talked about and in so many different like horror movies and sci-fi movies this black goo that Hollywood keeps putting out there and putting out there predictive programming wise got that component you got how it's rewriting your dna you've got the component of the aborted babies that we've talked about and then only god knows what else might be in these shots upsetting and so after two two and a half hours everything was destroyed of course and then i thought well maybe maybe that was a fluke in a way maybe that was just that one vial and so you know just recently uh, the lab was able to get more uh vials and same manufacturer but you know different batch of course looking at it the same way under the compound microscope and another one of those tentacle like okay so she's showing that one now and another one of those tentacle like things is in this slide and it's from a different batch and that's how you verify something that's how you make that's how things go from subjective to objective when you can pick up the same weird tentacle like organism in different vials under the different in the same way that you're analyzing the last one you're doing the same thing there and the same things are showing up. Structures appeared. This was now completely under the cover slip. So there was no movement because it wasn't on the edge. But I, I just couldn't believe I saw another one. And, you know, it's it, same thing. Same colors appeared over time. These fibers, um, you know, they're in this time. Um, I, I I need to get, uh, I, if they do it again, have to get a video from them. There was actually motion that you could see in the video. So, you know, this, this is very concerning and um, also was able to look at the contents of a Johnson Johnson vial. And there was definitely a substance that looked like graphene. They all had graphene-like uh, structures in there. Whether or not they were, I don't have the capability of testing them in order to this lab, but that's what they appeared to be. They but that's been proven by other, like the, the Spanish researchers I don't know, 95% of the of the actual vaccine uh, particulates, I believe, were the graphene oxide. Other other scientists, other doctors have looked at this and came to similar conclusions. We had fatty substances, like a sticky glue-like substance that would be considered a hydrogel in, in those, both, both of them, right? Yeah. So that means they're lying. They're lying to us about uh, the Johnson & Johnson, about not having nanolipid particles or anything of that substance, and it, it does. Um, and in the the, um, the Johnson and Johnson, they also had colors appeared. Their colors were different. They were like a fluorescent pastel kind of color. Um, again, a lot of synthetic structures in there as well. Um, in the Johnson and Johnson, more uh, like a, the spherical ring structures were there. A lot of sphere structures. These, I'm describing what I'm seeing, but I've never seen anything like this before. And I'm, they're not supposed to be in these these injections they're falsely calling vaccines. What are they going to do to somebody? What are they going to do to a child? It's um, horrific. I started started crying when I I saw these. Um, yeah, you can tell she's like really um, she, she's fighting back tears trying to present this. 
you know, second time under the microscope because it was confirmation of everything I saw the first time. If I were what looking into a microscope at something that I was told was a vaccine to promote health and safety and some self-aware tentacle equipped creature started moving, I, I would I would probably run out of the laboratory. I mean, I that's just me. I'm not scared of a lot, but that is scary that that is going into the blood of global citizens. And you're right. They want to push this into our children. Oh, yes. Um, this was about 400 times magnification. Um, so we don't we don't have, you know, more information than that. But, um, you know, people need to really, really, really stop and think about what is happening right now and it doesn't make sense if it doesn't make sense don't go and make rush to a decision that you could regret um something's not right in the world i think we all know that right now and to me it's definitely on the level of a spiritual warfare looking at it under the microscope absolutely and you know this this pushes me this inspires me to make more of these uh, maybe videos if I can, if we can get the lab to get more of these samples to do them in real time so you can actually see what we're doing to have proof of yes this is what is happening this is what we are seeing so you yourself can see what is happening under the microscope because I don't think you need to have any science background when you look at it you'll see that something isn't right this isn't supposed to be injected into human beings so when you first especially um, children before you started talking about this self-aware whatever it is that lifted itself up off of the glass. Uh, you mentioned something about an injectable computing system. What, what do you make of that? Yeah, so when colors just appeared in the solution, I mean, I'm talking about there's no color or very little. All of a sudden, the most brilliant blue, the most brilliant yellow, the most brilliant purple appeared in more and more and more and more over time. I've never seen anything be able to do that besides something, unless you added another substrate for a chemical reaction, you know, it has to react with something. I didn't know what could do that. And so I started to talk to some nanotech engineers and genetic engineers, and they told me the only thing they knew of that could do that was a white light, which a white light did hit it. The microscope has a white light. A white light over time will make the reaction on a superconducting material. Superconducting is like an injectable computing system. So this is where the electronic components can now become visible under white light so you know where they are. So this is proof that they are putting an operating system inside people. This happened in both the Moderna and the Johnson Johnson & Johnson uh, samples that we observed. So, um, you know, th these are all, we're, we're getting, little pieces of evidence put together one by one by one, but everything is pointing to the very ominous, you know, endpoint of this is the beginning or the advent of transhumanism, or right. this is the beginning or advent of being able to have surveillance and spying done on people, just like Bill Gates said he's doing right now in West Africa. People need to remember that the Gates Foundation, or at least Bill Gates and Gabby, his company is working with MasterCard, and trust stamp an artificial intelligence program testing it on the people of West Africa with their COVID vaccines, yeah. injections, I yeah. should say. Which is where they always will typically do that. The most poorest indigenous populations that they can have all kind of um, control over 
Uh, and also they're isolated. The mainstream media is not down there. Not to say the mainstream media isn't on their side, but they can do things in relative, um, I don't know, anonymity type type of thing. They're already testing this. And again, this is, this is just the, the vaccines are what are going to connect us to the 5G. You won't be able to run anywhere or hide. I mean, unless I guess you were in a cave or something because it's all going to be you're going to be tracked and monitored 24 7 we proved that last week with the with the 12 digit hexadecimal alphanumeric codes that are showing up on different smartphones now it's not all smartphones i got another confirmation from a listener this week and, and he agreed with me about um that it's probably only certain smartphones that maybe haven't been updated that maybe haven't got the whatever where this is showing up giving them a digital ID. Um, they can only get their monetary funds through the digital ID and MasterCard. No other way, no cash, nothing. And this- uh, in all- uh, Once once they get you to the cashless society, they got you. That's why I've been screaming for years to resist it, to use cash. And I understand that the cash system is, you know, fiat money, they put money out of thin air, but <clears throat> what comes next is literally the mark of the beast the antichrist false prophet control system now they may not be on the scene yet but if they can get humanity into this covey pass which is going to quickly transform into the cashless society you know they they've got society at that point all their medical records and information downloaded into this digital format in their body and they said in this program this research experiment they're doing on the people they said well if this substance is inside of them this hydrogel substance of course why don't we use it for surveillance and predictive policing we are we're going to start using it for surveillance and predictive policing on the people of west africa right now they've been doing this since july of 2020 and they said once they have it perfected they would like to unveil it to all the developed nations and what are they calling it? The wellness pass, which is also known as a vaccine. I don't know how they could have been doing it since July 2020 when the vax wasn't out until late December. I think she meant to say July of 2021. I mean, unless they had some kind of special, like maybe that was a trial version of the kill shot down there. I don't know. Vaccine passport. So how are they doing that, right, Stu? They have to put something inside your body to be able to monitor you and know everything that you're exactly. doing which is what i've been saying that the, these things tag and track you there we, we gave you tons of evidence in the last couple teachings on these 12 digit hexadecimal alphanumeric codes that are showing up on certain people so i'm telling you you're tagged and tra- you're tagged and tracked once you get the kill shot i, I don't think it matters what version so people need to wake up what could they put inside your body for that to happen how would they do it I think Gates is already admitting to us how he's doing it or how he wants to do it. How much does it take? I don't know. Um, I just know that I'm seeing these things with my own eyes, things that don't make sense, things that look like they could be used for, you know, so they, they look like they are the advent of starting something of artificial intelligence inside the human body. And we know that the people in charge aren't to be very trustworthy at all they've lied many times to us the manufacturers have lied many times to us so this is the time that we do not uh we we don't take this anymore we don't take this kind of oppression and suppression 
we're better than that. We are children of God if we choose to be, right? And Absolutely. I, I want, I for one, will not stand for it. So, just to wrap up here, and I know that you got to go, but I, I, I just, for responsibility purposes, you've examined things under microscopes before. You know what you're doing with a microscope. The, this, these vials that you, multiple vials that you examined. You have kept track of the chain of custody. Nothing was inserted into these things before you were able to look at them. I mean, th this is all on the up and up. And this is the, the genuinely the contents of what is found in multiple lots now, you have said, of the Moderna and the J&J &J vials. Yeah, at least three, three batches. At least three batches, yes, that is correct. It's awful. It's horrific. I, I can understand why you cried. Um, Dr. Carrie Madej, thank you so much. And when you, when you do have those videos, we trust that you'll come back here uh, to share those with the audience. I mean, people need to know what it is that's being pushed on them. People need to know that this isn't just your, your everyday run-of-the-mill health and wellness prevention. There's none of that going on here. Um, so we appreciate it. We appreciate it. Thanks. Yes, thanks, Stuart. Thanks for having me on the show, and I'm happy uh, to come on in the future and share more as I get more information. Great. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thanks. Those images that we just looked at together and then hearing the way that Dr. Carrie Madej describes the way that she felt viewing those images through a microscope, horrific, alarming, very concerning. And we have to be worried about being around people when we talk about things like transmission and shedding, the people who have already gotten this thing. You got so um, <clears throat> we have that. And then a, a listener sent me another, and I, I don't have time because I'm, I'm out of time on this part, and it's called Lovecraft, the great old ones in the jab. Graphene goo, iron and clay, what the Bible talks about, DNA Manhattan projects. And I'm, I'm going to include a link to that in here. And it talks about a lot of these, these, um, <laughs> a lot of these Lovecraftian, H.P. Lovecraft, the guy that was in those really weird horror stories. I don't know, is it like I don't know, forties, fifties. I don't know. Um, that had like a real cult following. He described what these things look like. These, uh, these, uh, the old ones that are coming back. And <clears throat> there, when he showed images, when they show images in this video, it's very, it's similar. To the image that you see in that um on the slide that i included in the pdf one of it's it's similar to a lot of the um images you'll see in modern day horror movies where they where they where they'll have like giant monsters they look very very much like these hp lovecraft monsters that they're trying to bring back into our realm of existence and um i believe the movie cloverfield and then Cloverfield uh, at the very very end of Cloverfield Paradox you see these monsters they're very HP Lovecraftian and you know I'm telling you the, the truth is is um stranger in fiction I mean it, it's crazy what we're what day and time we're living in but um I'm I'm totally out of time on this part so God bless you and we will see you in part two